So I'd like us to recite this together. Zazenshin, the hub of Buddha's activity, the turning of ancestors' hub. It moves along with your non-thinking and is completed in the realm of non-merging. As it moves along with your non-thinking, its appearance is immediate. As it is completed in the realm of non-merging, completeness itself is realization. If its appearance is immediate, you have no defilement. When completeness is realization, you stay in neither the general nor the particular. If you have immediacy without defilement, immediacy is dropping away with no obstacles. Realization, neither general nor particular, is effort without desire. Clear water all the way to the bottom. A fish swims like a fish. Vast sky transparent throughout. A bird flies like a bird. You'll notice that in the PDF that, that I sent out, which was from Kaz Tanahashi's uh, complete translation of the whole Shobogenzo, he, uh, he changed some of the language, but I like this language. So what we recited, uh, Lisa, was just what, uh, what the one that, uh, that Kaz sent out and I, I forwarded to you. So does everybody know what the Shobogenzo is? If I say Dogen's Shobogenzo, is there anybody who does not know what that is? Please don't be shy. It's a collection of, of Dogen's fascicles. And there's, there's barely various versions, but uh, the most complete one has about 100 fascicles in it. Okay, and uh, the Shobogenzo is the treasury of the true Dharma eye. And it's also what, you know, when the Buddha held up the flower and Mahakashipa smiled, Buddha said that he has my true Dharma eye. That he said it in uh, Pali or maybe some language before Pali. So what I'd like to do is take this in, uh, in sections. And I'm going to tell you what they are. We'll see how we do. But I'm hoping to take one of these sections each. We have five meetings before the uh, Shika, the Shikan, before the Sagaki. Sushi. No, no, Sajiki. Now it's Sajiki. Okay, so the first section is actually, I think they're, they're, they're separated by little lines. So the first section is just the first two pages. And then the second section goes from page three. You see at the top of page three, there's a little line right before it says Mazu. And that one goes to page seven. Is this Causes text or Bielfeld's text? Causes text. Well, okay, so uh, the third section, and I'll remind you at the end of each one, the third, third section goes from page seven to page eight. And the fourth section is from page eight, where the line is, uh, through page nine. And anywhere there's a line in the text, Basically, it's a text. Yes. Right. Okay. And so the fifth one starts at the bottom of page 11. Okay. So I hope you have read the whole thing. And if not, please read it before we meet next time. I think it would be a good idea to read the BLFL translation that's from, I sent you a link, it's called, uh, there's a site called 
I think it's Terabess. And Bielfeld is a really uh, great Zen scholar, and he has, he has a very good ear for language. But I wanted to stay with cause because that's the one that's more familiar to us. But the Bielfeld has a little bit of an introduction too, but mostly it's, it's just a text. And it's not that different from this because cause uh, went to uh, beyond thinking rather than non-thinking. And he talked about um, merging, non-merging rather than beyond. So we have a lot to understand without that. So I'd like to tonight just do uh, section one, which is pages one and two, and ask, take a paragraph or two if they're really short. Well, just do a paragraph, all right, and then we'll keep going around. So remember this, okay? It's Lisa, Dana, Lane, Kate, Steve, and Liam. And I'm not going to remember that. And you may change on my screen if somebody else shows up. So Lisa, Dana, Lane, Kate, Steve, Liam. So please start, Lisa. Yaoshan, great master, Hung Dao was sitting. A monk asked him, in steadfast sitting, what do you think? Yaoshan said, think not thinking. How do you think not thinking? Yaoshan replied, beyond thinking. Okay. Realizing these words of Yaoshan, you should investigate and receive the authentic transmission of steadfast sitting. This is the thorough study of steadfast sitting transmitted in the Buddha way. Yao Shan is not the only one who spoke of thinking and steadfast sitting. His words, however, were extraordinary. Think not thinking in the skin, flesh, bones, and marrow of thinking, and the skin, flesh, bones, and marrow of not thinking. The monk said, how do you think not thinking? However ancient not thinking is, still, we are asked how to think it. Is there not thinking in steadfast sitting? How can going beyond steadfast sitting not be understood? One who is not shallow and foolish can ask and think about steadfast sitting. Yaoshan said, beyond thinking, the activity of beyond thinking is crystal clear. In order to think not thinking, beyond thinking is always used. In beyond thinking, there is somebody that sustains you. Even if it is you who are sitting steadfastly, you, you not only are thinking, but are upholding steadfast sitting. When sitting steadfastly, how can steadfast sitting think steadfast sitting? Thus, sitting steadfastly is not Buddha thought, Dharma thought, enlightenment thought, or realization thought. This teaching was directly transmitted person to person from Shakyamuni Buddha to Yaoshan through 36 generation of ancestors. That means if you go beyond 36 generations from Yaoshan, you go back to Shakyamuni Buddha. 
what was authentically transmitted thus was think not thinking. However, careless students in recent times say the endeavor of Zazen is completed when your heart is quiescent as Zazen is a place of calmness. Such a view does not even reach that of students of the lesser vehicles and is inferior to the teachings of human and de diva vehicles. How can we call them students of Buddha Dharma? In present day Song China, there are many practitioners who hold such views. The decline of the ancestral path is truly lamentable. There are also people who say practicing Zazen is essential for those who are beginners or those who have started studying recently, but is not necessarily the activity of Buddha ancestors. Activity in daily life is Zen and sitting is Zen. In speaking and in silence, in motion and stillness, your body should be tranquil. Do not be concerned only with the practice of Zazen. Many of those who call themselves descendants of Linji hold such a view. They say so because they have not received the transmission of the right livelihood of Buddha Dharma. Who are beginners? Are there any who are not beginners? When do you leave the beginner's mind? Know that in the definitive study of the Buddha Dharma, you engage in Zazen and endeavor in the way. At the heart of the teaching is a practicing Buddha who does not seek to become a Buddha. As a practicing Buddha does not become a Buddha, the fundamental point is realized. The embodiment of Buddha is not becoming a Buddha. When you break through the snares and cages of words and concepts, the sitting Buddha does not hinder becoming a Buddha. Right now you have the ability to enter the realm of Buddha and enter the realms of demons throughout the ages. Going forward and going backward, you personally have the freedom of overflowing ditches, overflowing valleys. All right. Oh, and I just want to be, um, so I don't know if it's, it really doesn't, sort of doesn't matter, but uh, he talks about the skin, flesh, bones, and marrow. You remember that Bodhidharma told his disciples that they showed their his their understanding, and the first one got his uh, his skin, the next one flesh, bones, and marrow. And of course, Dogen has discussed this, and we've talked about this recently. I think anyway, he Dogen says this is not hierarchy. It's not better to get the marrow than it is to get the skin. Don't think that way. Don't think like that. So that's, there's, there's, I think, some sense of that admonition in his referencing it. So what does is, what is beyond thinking mean? Is that the same as non-thinking? How do you think not thinking? Beyond thinking. Is that what kind of the idea of Prajan? No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you could you could say that, but it would be a, a whole treatise. I, I don't think that's what he's pointing at. He doesn't say don't think. He doesn't say try to stop thinking. 
And I can't remember who I heard say something like, you know, don't be bothered by your thoughts. Like notice them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been me, but but also I quote Mel saying to that that young guy, asked him a question at the end of lecture, and he said, he said, uh, I've only been doing this for a few months, and I just can't stop thinking. Uh, they just drive me crazy. My thoughts just drive me nuts. And Mel said, you know the difference between you and me? And kid says no. And Mel said, I'm not bothered by my thoughts. So that may be what you remember, I don't know. I think that's part of it, but I, I think it goes beyond that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I don't know. My thought is that it's thinking, but without like following your thoughts. Like, so you're, it's almost like the subject of the thought is gone or not, mm -hmm. not following it. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's in there. I, I think it's, I, mean, I don't know if you remember, Zach said one time, I hear the birds, but I'm not listening to them. Mm -hmm. But that, you know, and, and we, we think but we don't have to get entangled with it. And, and you can also, you can, thoughts can arise and you just don't care. You don't pay much attention. And and then uh, uh, you don't direct the movie. And it's when we start directing it that we have the problem that we, we separate from it. And we're saying, okay, now, now this, now I want to think about this. And then that goes, you know, that, they just doesn't in the Fukan Zazengi doesn't it say somewhere in there and when you sit you you know adjust your posture and then think not thinking it's yeah. somewhere in, because I when we studied that um, that was a line that resonated with me and I often when I'm sitting zazen and I feel caught in some cycle of thought in particular I'll just say that to myself internally and it creates I don't know it's it's like magic <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't say that but um, because of, I mean I don't know why I shouldn't say that I mean because it it's like when I am present and aware of that space between breaths. Uh -huh. that it's similar to that. It creates some space and seems to help me not think <laughs> or think about my thoughts. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's think not thinking. How do you think not thinking? Non-thinking. And I think that's a Cleary translation. And uh, I, I guess somebody, some scholar decided that it should be beyond thinking. So are you saying that when in this text, that's what I'm confused, is beyond thinking another level of non-thinking? Or is it all the same? Like, it feels a little bit like parsing, splitting hairs. 
Well, it does to me too, but I, yeah. but I don't know. I haven't, I, I didn't realize until uh, today, because I, you know, I just sort of glanced over in the, in the text uh, from Kaz's book. I just glanced over the poem. I didn't really read it because I'm pretty familiar with it. And then today I noticed, oh, he's, he's uh, adopted Carl uh, Bielfeld's translation, or at least closer to it. The beyond rather than none. So I don't know what that's about. I could ask him. I could ask lots of, there's lots of people I could ask. I will ask them, but, um, but I, I don't think, it can't be a huge difference. But it just, I, for me, non-thinking, it is almost magical. I mean, I have a, what I feel like is an intuitive understanding of it. And it, it's about not, you know, not grasping after the thoughts, not being entangled with the thoughts, just letting them come and go. You know, like Uchiyama says, open the hand of thought, stop grabbing after them. And, and Dogen says, uh, he says on the top of page two, he says, even if it is you who are sitting steadfastly, you not only are thinking, but you are upholding steadfast sitting. So as Liam pointed at this, he, he is, he's not telling you not to think. But I do think he's, he's, he's heavy handedly scolding us about not, not separating. So, so there's all that stuff about, uh, uh, at, uh, at the heart of teaching is a practicing Buddha who does not seek to become a Buddha. A practicing Buddha does not become a Buddha. As a practicing Buddha does not become a Buddha, the fundamental point is realized. The fundamental point is realized. Buddha just Buddhas. I don't think we need to call on people because there are not that many of us. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I still think that I was going to say, I still was going to say the same thing, still want to say the same thing as Dana did, which is huh. Prajna, Prajna. And um, what, um, I'm not sure if this oh, is what yeah, okay. you meant, Dana, but what I would mean by saying that is um, that thinking, not thinking is like, not thinking is like the emptiness of thinking and then and then what is beyond thinking, it's seen directly rather than thinking about thinking or thinking, I'm not going to think now. It's sort of <laughs> just sitting there with, even if it's a pain in the left knee or, or if it's um, whatever it is, it's just being there with, with whatever it is. Yeah. Dana, you want to say some more about what you were thinking? Yeah, okay. I may not say this great part to put all words onto it all, but I guess when I think of prajna, it's that that space that's not so caught up in everything, and it's just the the wisdom body and the wisdom of union of your mind and heart and body and heart is part of it. And then I always think of Avalokiteshvara and how she's 
uh, for me an image of that. And she doesn't seem too stuck in things. So that's what came to mind when we said this. Is she's out worrying about, not worrying about it, just just being there doing it. And we chant the homage to her every whenever we have a longer sitting. And she herself is an organ of vision. She has a clear knowledge of the own being of all dharmas, where she doesn't stray away from it. Which is really an interesting way to say it, because of course nothing has own being. But don't stub your toe on the table. <laughs> but I'm I'm wondering, is that what he's talking about? Like I that feels like that kind of prajna wisdom feels like a like a state almost. Whereas I feel like what he's talking about is a, a active activity. I don't know. It's it, do, can they not be the same thing? Well, I I think we shouldn't get to. We could we could go into a whole other thing about prajna, and I I think we should stay with steadfastly sitting and and uh, and beyond thinkings. And uh, I don't know if it's a state exactly. I mean, I could see that. I'm not saying it isn't, but but it's or it's a, it's an activity. It's a wholehearted activity, and it's something about being it, not even entering it, just being it, and just doing it, and mm. uh, and it's certainly, it's not quiescent. I love those two paragraphs, by the way, about where he gets snarky about those Rinzai. Linji is the founder, that's Rinzai, you know, about the Rinzai people and the, uh, I don't know who, who since the people that think that uh, that the endeavor of zazen is completed when your heart is quiescent, they're worse than mm. uh, than the students of the lesser vehicle, and <laughs> they're not. I don't know. I would, I, would, I would like to just point out that he says they call themselves descendants of Linji. He doesn't say Linji's understanding was incorrect. No, that's right. You're right. Thank you. Many of those who call themselves descendants of Linji holds it to do this. We shouldn't, we, we should not slander Mr. Linji. There's an in, interesting point of practice too, is that um, I've been in, in groups where there's a check-in and people, usually this is a group who are very new to meditation. People go around and their check-in is, uh, you know, I felt peaceful. I felt calm. I felt, and, you know that most of them are lying. <laughs> but they expect that that's what, or, or maybe there was some calmness, but, you know, um, anyway, that's, that's my take on what Dogen is criticizing, the kind of thing he's criticizing. I, I think it's probably because some of them think that that's what they're supposed to say or yep. supposed to feel. But I also think they sort of have beginner's luck a lot of the time, you know, the, the, it's nice to shut up for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Until they start noticing their hindrances and <laughs> who knows. Well, first of all, be regarding the beyond and the non-thinking, I just prefer the, not that it matters to the world, but I prefer the beyond because 
anytime we can get away from binarisms, it's I like that. I feel like there are a lot of binarisms sometimes, even in Zen. So I really like the beyond. I like this this what this what they've done here. And the other thing is, so you're saying that that paragraph about the Linji many who call, the, who call themselves descendants of Linji, like this whole part about activity in daily life is Zen, and sitting is Zen, in speaking and in silence, in motion and stillness, your body should be tranquil. Like that's a whole misunderstanding. That's what I it, like that. I like that activity in life is Zen and sitting is Zen. But it, it says uh, in speaking and in silence, uh, your body should be tranquil. Well, that's just not how it is. Right. But is can we say that activity in daily life is Zen and sitting is Zen? Can we say that? We should, I'd say... Activity in daily life and sitting is zazen. Oh. I, I guess I, I think of it as like our daily zazen is kind of the foundation for for our Zen practice during our daily life for our paying attention. Mm -hmm. It also quotes them saying, do not be concerned only with the practice of zazen. And that's like anathema to Dogen. So He's being snarky and he's and he's uh, ranting about them. And this is a translation, so I, I wouldn't worry too much. And nobody is telling you not to uh, keep the mind of zazen when you're going about your daily life. Okay. So I think we talked about this, right? So, but this this at the top of page two that continues. Thus, sitting steadfastly is not. Buddha thought, Dharma thought, enlightenment thought, or realization thought. How come? It's just sitting steadfastly. I'm with you. And and it, it's it is Buddha. It, it's not Buddha thought. It's just doing it. And so in your daily life then, right, is this just about sitting Zazen or is this does this apply to your life? So like posture then, like your posture, your your inner posture. Huh. Yeah, it's it is, I think it belong it's about how you how you move through the world. And your the, the base was that you said excuse said the base the base is Zazen. Actually Liam said that. The base is Zazen. But how do you how do you move through the world? Do you try to control your life and other people and so on, or do you allow the myriad dharmas to come forth and experience themselves? Genjo Cohen. And I like non thinking better, Lisa, but beyond thinking is good too. And uh, you know, they're just their words. They're just words, because to me, non-thinking is not binary. That's what it isn't, but not. Reb said something to the effect that non-think, Reb Anderson at Green Gulch said something to the effect that non-thinking is the entire universe 
your entire subconscious, your entire conscious, it's everything that's happening. I had a lot more to say than that, so it's a little bit out of context, but <laughs> yes. Well, I think it's a little t terrifying, that thought. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> so I think that's been part of my experience sitting Zazen, is there is a part that's very, if you let go of all of that, then it is, it is scary. Yeah. Things are not what you thought they were <laughs> a lot. I mean, that's been my experience in a way it's very liberating. And in another way, it can be terrifying. It's the foundation. Yeah. Well, that's why for me anyway, you know, I say opening the hand of thought, but just holding my hand out in a, this gesture is kind of scary. You know, I feel, I, I wish I just felt open, but I do in fact feel vulnerable. And I want to take it back. Well, it also makes me think everything is thinking. Like you're, like what you said, Steve, you're thinking in the universe or how did, I can't remember how you said it, but uh, it also makes me think and that, and everything else is thinking too. Like I, I honestly, when I first read this, as we were reading it, I was thinking, it made me think of something silly, like, like a, a silly dog video on Instagram or whatever that people post these days. And, I, and it makes me think, well, dogs are thinking and they're probably thinking, not thinking. <laughs> and we're just the dumb humans that don't get it. That's what, there is that. There you is know? That. Well, I sometimes say, and um, probably always say this in Zazen instruction, that um, it's not that you're trying to, um, trying to not think, but you have a train of thought, and you're, you're not getting on that train. Ooh. Train goes, but you don't get on it. <laughs> or you do get on it, and then you notice it, you get off it. Yeah, yeah. That's what really happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, is this enough? More than. <laughs> so, so the next section is uh, is kind of long. So please, please read it at least a couple of times. Just you're you're welcome to keep reading. Read uh, section one again, please. But but read section two, which is about what are you uh, what are you doing? sitting there. That's a famous koan. Well, he, 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 he takes it in chunks and, and discusses it. Mm -hmm. But what are you doing sitting there so physically I'm fixing to become a Buddha? That's a different translation. Um, and, uh, and then uh, Mazu starts polishing a, a tile with a stone. And then he says, what are you doing? He says, I'm, I'm fixing to make a mirror. You can't make a mirror by polishing a stone. You can't make a Buddha by sitting zazen. The emphasis on make. Anyhow. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this. I do. And, uh, it's, but you have to, I think you really have to read it more than once because all of the, the knots are not knots and, and <laughs> yeah. so on. Uh, They're naughty. It, 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 you know, it can slip by. 
very, very quickly. And you suddenly realize, oh, I, I, I think I missed a, a knot. <laughs> um, yeah, there was one paragraph. It was almost like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm lost. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I mean, I, I sometimes feel I have to, the first time through with Dogen, I have to almost force myself, you know, and, uh, and or I, I skim over it real fast and get to another where he starts telling stories or something like that. <laughs> but then I go back because, because it, it, uh, it's in the struggling with it that it opens up to you. And he means for us to. That. I wonder sometimes if he started laughing to himself while he was writing this. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's going to get him. <laughs> going to blow their minds. <laughs> okay. So uh, same time next week. And uh, we will. It, 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 it should, they, they're, hopefully they'll get posted pretty quickly, but so from page three to top of page seven.